Welcome to the HR Tech Spotlight Podcast. I'm Deanna Shimoda, CEO of Growth Mode Marketing. The HR technology market is crowded, and we know it can be hard to find the best software solutions for your business in the sea of sameness. On this podcast, we shine a spotlight on some of the best up-and-coming technology options out there. Check it out if you are interested in learning about new innovative solutions available in the market. And if you are with an HR tech company and interested in being considered for a guest spot, stay tuned for details at the end of the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of the HR Tech Spotlight. My guest for this episode is Hunter Sabresos, CEO at Bacon, a gig work app that connects established businesses to local gig workers. The app allows companies and gig workers to choose one another based on ratings, reviews, and performance. Hunter, it is great to have you on the show. Thank you so much for having me. It is a pleasure to be here. Great. So tell us about your background in the HR tech space. So I am fairly new to the HR tech space in particular. I've been working, I've worked for two particular companies that have worked in that space. The first company I worked for was in the employee engagement uh, and training area. And it was actually from my experiences working with that company that led me to Bacon and what we're currently doing now. I was out and I had, I was part of the marketing team and the product team, and I had an opportunity to talk to hundreds of hiring managers and warehouse and HR professionals from the warehouse space and the retail space. And what I found is that they liked the employee engagement software that I was talking to them about at that time, but they were all struggling with hiring. They'd say, employee engagement is great. What I really need is employees. Can you help me with that? And that's what led to us uh, wanting to start this other company which has been a really fun opportunity to help solve that problem for them. So let's talk a bit more about what Bacon does. I know you support the gig economy, which I think a lot of people appreciate, especially if they're looking for flexibility in their life. Yes. The flexibility is paramount for today's worker, especially in a post-COVID world where we realize just how difficult things can be when industries shut down and you need to kind of take control of your own work and earnings potential. So today's day and age, workers are looking for flexibility. They're looking for quick pay. They're looking for the ability to customize the way that they approach work. And that's great for a company that, you know, for for workers and then companies that want to take advantage of that they need to find a way to connect to workers. And that's what Bacon does. Um, our platform, as you mentioned, allows companies to hire workers for as short as a single shift. And why would we pick a single shift? Well, that's the ultimate flexibility for a worker. And what that does is it allows a certain amount of workers to come back into the workforce. And that was the problem that I was thinking, the solution that I was thinking about when those hundreds of individuals I talked to in the HR space said, I'm struggling with finding employees. I was saying, how do we get the students, the stay-at-home parents, the retired professionals, these individuals who have a lot of skill, education, um, even experience to come back into the workforce? And the way to do that is through flexibility, that they can work on the days that they can work, and they can adjust work around their, you know, in particular, 
their lifestyle. So student workers, for example, school's number one for them. They've got to make sure that that's the number one thing for them. Work comes second or third down the line, but they still need to be able to earn money here and there for their expenses and their needs. That's where the gig economy comes really in handy. And that's where Bacon can help those workers come back into the workforce and provide those quality workers to these companies. That's really cool. I think when people think about the gig economy and the jobs that are available, they often think of Uber and grocery shopping. Yes. There's a lot more to it. I took a look at your app and you know it was really cool to see the opportunities that are there. Tell us a little bit about the types of jobs and companies that are working with Bacon. Well, you're absolutely right. Gig economy started off with rideshare, right? That was the first experiment. And I'd say that that is just the beginning of what the gig economy is going to be. It's a fast growing segment of our worker base. The types of jobs that are available on there are more of those standard hourly wage jobs that an individual might take as a, as a part-time worker. And so we are actually bringing the gig economy to an actual econ to the actual economy of all these different types of businesses. So warehouses, fulfillment centers, one of the fastest growing sectors is this third-party fulfillment industry where we're ordering all this stuff online and it's got to go to a warehouse somewhere and it's got to get packaged up somewhere and get to you. And a lot of companies uh, are using third-party fulfillment companies to do that. We also have events, catering, hospitality shift opportunities. So working at a stadium doing concessions or working as a uh, catering worker at an event at a convention center. All of those types of opportunities are available on our platform and individuals that maybe previously worked for a single company doing that now have the opportunity to look at the, what's available to them on the market through our app and pick what you know, best fits them and their schedule and find a good opportunity that fits their, their schedule and lifestyle. Obviously, employee turnover has been a big issue in the past few years, you know, and the fact that there's so many people retiring and not enough new employees coming into the workforce. So companies are always short on staff these days, it feels like. There are a lot of staffing agencies out there. How is your approach different? Well, I appreciate you brought that up because I think that companies have been struggling with employee turnover for decades and been doing all they possibly can to reduce that. And I was noticing that at that previous company that, you know, we had these great companies out there, ones that you would know of, you know, you know Apple and Best Buy, these big companies, all of them were still struggling with employee turnover. It didn't matter how big or small. So we actually turned it the other way. We said, what if turnover is actually a default or a given or the advantage that we provide on our app. And instead we focus on talent flow. So when you have turnover of hourly employees and let's say your manufacturing line, which we have plenty of manufacturing companies as well, and you see someone leave, well, that can be frustrating if you have to go through a process of two or three months of finding another person. But what our app does is allows you to have extreme talent flow. You've always got someone ready to take over that role. And so you don't have to be as intimidated by that employee turnover. And I actually think, you know, when it comes to hourly staff these days, 
it's inevitable. You're going to have turnover, whether they go for another job, for another hour of pay, or they go back to school, or their family situation changes, you know, or they decide to go work somewhere else full time outside of your hourly opportunity. Those are all good things for that individual. We don't want to keep them from that. What we need is a reliable source to bring someone in who's ready to go, who has been proven to be able to do an effective job at your position as soon as that person exits the door. And that's what our focus has been. The way that we get to a reliable person is we do it through the ratings and reviews and through the training and screening that we do. So initially training and screening, background checks, all the things that a standard temp agency does. But then our system gives you very reliable data on whether or not that person is reliable and professional because it's other shift supervisors who have watched that person at work who are giving you that data. And I say there's no better resume than a recommendation from a past supervisor. So you get that person who comes in with the five-star reviews and 300 shifts working in a warehouse. That's a warehouse professional, if you will. And you take that person and they'll jump right in and get ready to work. And that means you don't have to be so intimidated by that turnover challenge that you've been dealing with for decades. I love the way that Bacon is helping organizations rethink the way that they staff and get jobs done that are critical to the business. I can see, though, where an organization who hasn't tried this before would have hesitations thinking, well, I can't just have someone come in and work one shift and never show up again or work sporadically. What type of objections are you seeing in the market and how are you helping companies see that there really is value in changing their approach to the way that they get the job done? Yeah, I've got three things that I think will touch on that. First one is I understand the frustration with how the commitment of a worker to an individual job has diminished over time and they're taking more control of their own schedule. So I can understand that frustration. The one thing I would say is it's happening. And so you can either you know, embrace it and get ahead of it, or you can try to hold on for as long as you can to that old model. And so the first thing I would say to them is you don't have to jump all the way in, but you should at least get started, right? Get started addressing this worker base and learning how to attract the type of workers that are coming into the workforce today. So that's the first thing I would say. The second thing I would say is you don't have to replace your whole process. The truth is that we're going to, I like to think of like a basketball team where you have your starting line and then you have maybe some key players that come in and play certain roles. And then you've got a bench of other players that have come in in case you have injuries or those types of things. And what I refer to that as is your starting line is your full-time staff. Those are the skilled workers. Those are the ones that have to know specific things uh, that will help your, your business succeed and that need to be around your company for a longer time. Your part-timers are like those bench players that come in and fill specific roles as you need them. And you'll still have those. What I would start to do is make sure you're building a deeper bench of those uh, types of players who can fill in when your part-timers and your full-timers are not there. Maybe you have someone that turns over. Maybe you have someone that's sick. Maybe they just decide to go to another company eventually, or you promote up. And so you want need to be able to have people that are coming in ready to take over those spots. And the best way to do that is you try them out. 
you try them out, have them come work some of the lower unskilled positions and see what their work ethic is like, see how their teamwork is. All of those soft factors, which are really hard to gauge, maybe in a job interview or through an application, the best way to gauge it is at work. So that's the second thing. And then the last thing I would say is you don't have to do, you don't have to like take over all of your process. You can even use this uh, tool to be part of your hiring process. So you take the tool and you say, hey, I'm going to bring people in. I'm going to interview them and then I'm going to put them to work. And if they, you know, if I like them, one of the things that our platform does is it allows you to build up a bench of workers that you like. So you, you work the person, you put a, a heart on them, put them on your favorite list. And then guess what? Nine times out of 10, when you invite that worker back, they're coming. We've seen it's greater than 90% that if they're on your favorites list, they're coming back. And so what happens is you build up that bench and then you start invent, inviting that bench specifically back and they um, are very reliable and they come back. Most of our workers work for the same companies that they like over and over and over again until they need to find something else. And so they'll pick maybe two or three companies that they work for regularly. So it's, it's actually, you do get some pretty good consistency out of the platform. Well, and that was a question I was going to ask because I was thinking about it. I'm like, are the people that come and do the gig work jumping from company to company because it fits their schedule or are they finding opportunities where they're like, you know what, I really like working at these companies. They tend to have schedules that fit for me. I'm going to yes. keep going back to them if they'll have them. So it's kind of a win-win for both sides. It is. Eventually what they do is they work more than 60% of their shifts for a single company. And usually that beginning portion is they're just kind of jumping around to find what they need with the flexible platform that allows them to do that. And they're not going to be, you know, given a bad name because they went and tried out a place and said, you know, that place just wasn't for me. Once they find the place, then they're there for most of their shifts and they work consistently. And so that company just needs to be ready that when they have those ebbs and flows of business to have that bench of people to pull on who really like to come work for their shift. I'm sure one of the things that you had to look at as you were growing out bacon, you know, it's like twofold. One side, you have to have enough gig workers in the system to make it something that companies want to work with, right? And on the flip side, you have to have enough companies and job opportunities to attract those individual gig workers how do you, as an organization, approach that balance between the two to make sure that you've got a big enough ecosystem to make it effective for both sides of the equation? That's the real secret sauce there. And I think it's one of those things where if you see the way the sausage is made, it becomes less appetizing. <laughs> the reason why I say that is a lot of companies think all you got to do is build the technology and launch it. And that is absolutely not the case. What it takes is some real rolling up your sleeves and getting out there with clients and with workers and building up one marketplace at a time. And what we found is that it's pretty easy to launch a market, but it's a lot harder to get it to a point where it reaches that critical mass that it starts to yield multiples of revenue beyond what you're spending there. Now, the good news is that we've proven that we know how to do that in some of our markets. Um, and we're working on building and refining that playbook 
so that we can do it in every market across the United States. But some of the processes there are really just, you know, you, they wouldn't be that surprised. They're not that technical or tricky, or I'd like to say there's no magic to it. Just like in a lot of things, it's getting out there, working hard, um, meeting with people, building relationships, and making sure that the base of your marketplace isn't fragile. And you do that through the same way that these, you know, staff, traditional staffing agencies and things have done it for decades, where they've done it by building relationships and building up that worker base. Now, once you get to a certain level, then the technology really kicks in and it can handle all of that at a much better level than the old process. And it starts to go like in one of our markets, more than 53% of our workers come in by referral or word of mouth. So we don't have to advertise to bring those workers in. They just, they know about it from everybody else. And it's very similar with on the client side. So in the beginning stages, it is very much nitty gritty, you know, just getting out there and hustling. So we call it hustle and shine. And then once it gets to a certain scale, that marketplace starts to take off and take a life of its own. And it gets really exciting from that point. So you mentioned markets. How many markets are you in today? We're actually in 20 different markets across the United States. We have grown quite rapidly over recent years. And those markets might be an individual city in a state or it might be a city maybe divided into two, like our Dallas-Fort Worth area is divided into actually three different areas. You know, Dallas and Fort Worth as two separate areas, and, and Dallas, I believe, is in two, has been divided into two, actually. So 20 different markets across the United States where workers are working shifts in this fashion. It just shows me that both clients and workers, businesses and workers are out there saying, we need to find a new way of doing this, and it's working for them. From a company perspective, who is the perfect fit for bacon? Oh, that's a great question. So perfect fit could be two types of companies. The first one would be a warehouse that is growing, and it might be sort of newer in the game, but they are growing fast, and maybe they want to add on another building, uh, something along those lines um, to where their business is expanding and growing, and they're worried about hiring on full-time staff and not quite sure you know, if they're going to need that, like what that labor demand, labor to demand level is going to be. So we'll go in there, we'll help them make that gap. And then what will happen is once they get their growth to a certain level, then we'll be, you know, working with them on a regular basis with a standard uh, group of workers that come in. And then as seasonality comes in, goes up and down, they're able to adjust. So that's one. The other one is events companies that are running large events, you know, maybe once a week for a sporting event or a business event, an expo, that type of a thing. We're really great for those types of companies because they can staff up to 75, 100 people in a day and then not need to have them back the next day. It's a great way for us to solve that problem for them. So those two types of companies are really great. And it's really, we really fit in well when it's a company that is experiencing rapid growth. What impact have you seen organizations have that work with bacon? So one of my favorite stories is about a local company here in Utah. They, they do, they have a product that's a health product and 
it took us about a year to get them to try us out. One of the guys that was on their executive team was a friend of one of our employees. And so it just took some time to get in there. What happened was they have a massive fulfillment center where they have, you know, hundreds of employees coming in every day. And they gradually used us alongside other traditional temp agencies. And then now they're actually running fully on our platform. And what they said to us is they have been able to take their labor cost and make it much more effective by using the banking platform because they're not held to a certain level of workers that they have to meet uh, demands by a contract with a temp agency. The wages they pay, they can pay the workers what is the best rate for the market at the time. So you can adjust that on our platform day in and day out to try and make sure you get enough workers or to make sure that you're being efficient with your labor spend. So they've been able to dial that in and make sure that the label, labor cost is equivalent to the demand that they're seeing in their business. And they have basically said, this is a completely different way of us to run our warehouses and fulfillment centers. And that has made it so that our company is much more effective, much more efficient, and in many ways, more reliable because they've built up that bench I was talking to you about. And if they built up a bench to hundreds of workers that they know will come on a moment's notice when they need them. Wow. I can imagine what a game changer that is for an organization instead of scrambling every time someone, you know, calls in sick. They're like, yeah. no problem. We got this covered. Let's uh, really? pull up bacon and, and find some people. Well, let me tell you one thing about that. I, when I was talking with these managers, these warehouse managers, HR, you know, professionals, what I, you know, what I always heard them say, if I could get rid of this staffing problem, then I might be able to do more training. Then I might be able to do, you know, better onboarding. Then I might be able to get around to these projects that they know they need to get around to, to create a better experience for their teams, but they're stuck having to try and find every day how to fill that shift. And so that's the part that gets me really excited is, yes, I love that workers can be flexible and they can find the opportunities that work for them. But I really like seeing, you know, a shift manager who has felt this weight of trying to fill shifts or who knows how long have that weight lifted and say, now I can get to the important stuff. So that's one of the really exciting, you know, outcomes of someone really embracing this way of doing it. Yeah, that's great. So what is the future vision for Bacon? We want to continue to grow and expand. We want to make sure that, you know, not just the companies in our areas are able to experience it, but that we actually change the way that people think about how to hire for hourly work. I think that it's inevitable because workers are moving more toward this. They want the flexibility. You know, even legislation is moving toward how do we handle this gig economy? And so Companies need to be able to figure out a strategy there, and we want to be the option for them. And the reason why I want to be the option for them is, you know, obviously we want to have business success, but I care more about business success. I care about doing this the right way. I was, you know, I grew up to a single mom who was trying to raise five kids, put together a work schedule and go to school in the evenings. I saw how hard that was. Um, and I've seen how much flexibility can be helpful to these workers, and if done right, can also be helpful to the companies. And I want to make sure that both companies and workers 
on this platform are treated well, treated fairly, that they you know come to the platform and leave better than they came. And so a big part of the reason why I want our future success to continue to impact companies and workers out there is to just have expand the reach of a healthy company that treats people fairly and allows them you know to to continue to grow even beyond what our marketplace provides. And that's kind of a vision for my for me personally is to make sure that we do this in a way that's fast, that's flexible, but is fair. It's fair to all parties. What final thoughts do you want to leave our audience with? One of the my favorite things about my job is to be able to see the way that our platform, you know, impacts people's lives. As I mentioned, I had a I grew up to a single mom who was struggling to to find work that fit in her very demanding schedule. And last year, the end of the year, we had our leadership offsite meeting. And during that, I wanted to show the leadership team some of our best workers. And so we invited two workers, one of them that had worked the most shifts in that geographic area. Um, and then for that for that year, and then the other one for the lifetime since we've been in that area. So one of them was a, a woman named Kim, and she came and said uh, that she, she was the one who we were honoring. We got one of those big checks of a lot of fun to give away a big check prize uh, to the worker who worked the most shifts in that area. Well, she came up to me and said, Hunter, thank you so much for creating the vacant platform. And I said, oh, that's so nice of you. And she said, no, I don't think you know. Like, I'm a single mom. My daughter has cerebral palsy. And that means some days when I get up to work, I just can't do it. I have to take care of her needs. I needed something that was more flexible that would allow me to take care of my daughter, but also put food on the table. And that was a real you know, meaningful moment for me, for someone that grew up to a, you know, in a house of a single mom raising five kids. I came full circle and I have dozens and dozens of stories very similar to that of workers who, you know, were helped during COVID, workers who found their first full-time office job, you know, workers who were able to spend more time with their friends and family uh, because of the flexibility of work. And that's what's really meaningful to me. That's really cool. I, I think those of us who work the typical, you know, eight to five job Monday through Friday are used to our routines. Like it doesn't occur to us that for some people, like there is no routine moments of life that they truly need that type of flexibility because they have to be able to take care of their family and any special needs that they may have or other situations in their life that prevents them from having the typical job that has a preset schedule like most of us do. Right, right. Yeah, it's really great to see those types of workers in our in our worker base. And I like to say about 30% of our workers are workers you would never see walk into a temp agency. And it's because we provided them a flexible way to work that has gotten them back in the workforce. So for any company out there that says, well, you know, I, I, I need temp labor, I need flexible labor, but I kind of want to get something a little bit better than what I find from the temp agencies. You know, try the platform because we're getting people in on into our worker base that are a little bit less than your standard. Or I should say more, more than your standard. Yeah. 
Yeah, that is a great segue into my last question. Where can our listeners go to learn more about bacon? So you can go to our website, baconwork.com. You can also go, if you're a worker, to the App Store or Google Play Store, look up Bacon Work, and you'll find the apps there. You can download them there, create your account, and get started right away. Thank you so much, Hunter, for coming on the HR Tech Spotlight to talk about your company, Bacon. It was great to learn about everything you guys are doing in the market. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. And, you know, good luck to all of those hiring HR managers who are looking to find their way in the gig economy space. We hope we can be a solution to help you with that. Thanks for listening to this episode of the HR Tech Spotlight Podcast, where we showcase some of the best up-and-coming HR technology options in the market. If you are an HR tech company leader who would like to be considered for a guest spot on this program, please contact me via growthmodemarketing.com or reach out to me, Deanna Shimoda, on LinkedIn. And if you found this show informative, subscribe, connect with us on social media, and leave a review. This is Deanna with Growth Mode Marketing signing off. Thanks for listening. We hope you'll tune in again next time.